Welcome to another episode of Beer Here. In part one of this two-part episode, we speak with Pete, Zach, and Tony of Kings County Brewers Collective, a new brewery that will be opening up shortly in Bushwick. The 15-barrel, 5,000-square-foot brewery will be the first commercial brewery in Bushwick since famed old brands like Schlitz, Schaefer, and Rheingold left Brooklyn in the 70s. We're at the, I want to say, the embryo of the Kings County (laughs) Brewers Collective, and we're with Pete, with Zach, Mr. Bellis, Tony. <laughs> All right. Severely. More of a fetus. <laughs> More of a fetus than an embryo. It's, gr- it's, it's growing. It's growing. Tell us about the space. Tell us about what this brew house is going to be. And then we can get into the more esoteric aspects of the business plan, what you guys are all about. So first, location and space. B81 Troutman Street. We're uh, right by the Jefferson L, right by Wyckoff. Easy access. It's a warehouse space. You said it's, what, 5,000 square feet? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a, maybe a, a dental supply warehouse before us. It's clearly um, an industrial kind of area. Obviously, the neighborhood's changing a lot. We inherited this building, not inherited, leased this building from uh, an old school landlord who uh, grew up in the neighborhood. Really interesting guy. What we like about Bushwick is the fact that it has an industrial tradition, a long history of brewing. And we'll be the first brewery in, uh, I think, 30 years to operate here in the neighborhood. Last one, Schlitz? I think it was uh, Rheingold and Schaefer. Rheingold was in Williamsburg, technically, um, but I think it had another facility partly in the border of Bushwick at that time. And then um, Schaefer Brewing was also... They both closed in 76. Um, They were the last Brooklyn breweries, I think, of the sort of early days and will be the first new Bushwick brewery. So, again, the fact that this neighborhood has a tradition of beer, a tradition of, again, industry, you know, there's steel workers on this street, there's a lot of uh, manufacturing still happening in this area, and we're happy to be making something here, a product. But it's also changing, and it's, and it's you know, it's evolving. It's, um, for good or for ill, it's gentrifying, and um, it's got a lot of creativity, a lot of artists kind of creating and living in this neighborhood, and we're excited to, to bring beer to all of those people. The whole range. Were you looking at, always in Bushwick, or were you just looking for affordable space somewhere in the city? We, we looked, we, I think we scoured every square inch of Brooklyn. The name Kings County was kind of already set, so we were kind of yeah. limited, but... We were probably a few months away from looking <laughs> at Queens. I mean, we, you know, we, we did a solid year search for real estate and I think we hit we hit up all the industrial zones in Brooklyn and um, and all have their pluses and minuses to them but I think early on we saw a lot of space in Bushwick I think there's just I don't know if it's what's going on here or just the, the type of buildings that were built in this area but we we're finding a lot of stuff here that would work really good for a brewery. Zoning is a big part of it. I mean, breweries are limited in New York City. We have to be in a manufacturing district. There is less and less of that as rezoning and time passes. Luckily, this area is part of the, it's an industrial business zone. So I think, as far as I understand it, it is and will remain in a manufacturing zone. It'll be a lot harder for them to rezone it, as it were. Tell us about the brew house. 
It's a 15 barrel two vessel system from American Beer Equipment. We've got all of our fermenters are 30s, so we're gonna double batch everything into 30s. How many 30 barrel fermenters are you gonna start with? We're starting with four, and I think we're already trying to figure out how we can order another two or three more. We'll add as soon as we possibly can. I think one of our big focuses is variety, especially in the taproom space. And we know from working in breweries, we're going to need extra fermentation space just to sort of juggle variety and yeah. be able to make beer the way we want to make it, giving it the amount of time it really needs you know, to get to the point where we want it. Depending upon time and tanks and, and how styles of beers we're brewing, we could foreseeably live with these four for a while but again the variety thing i think is going to dictate us wanting to we want to do some more you know we want to do some beers that probably won't just turn around in in two weeks time they may take a little longer and we're going to do barrel program from the get-go too and looking at a fooder uh, i'm looking at some of these modern grundy type tanks where we could just put some beer room temp bread it let it go for a while not take up tie up some fermentation space so. yeah i mean you know we really want to be able to be as flexible as we as we can with this system. You gonna start with just kegs? We'd like to can as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. It's mobile canning, just in terms of the financial hurdle of actually purchasing a, a canning unit of our own, and again, space concern. But there are a um, couple of uh, the mobile canning units here in in the Northeast in New York. Uh, we've talked to a few of them. We're excited about that possibility. People seem excited about it as drinkers and customers. We're also looking at a, um, we've already purchased a crowler. We feel like that's going to be a really New York appropriate packaging. Obviously, its shelf life is not what a can is. It's filled like a growler. But, you know, for those who don't know, it's a 32-ounce can. You fill it essentially from your draft system, seam it, take it to go. Pretty cool New York vessel versus a glass growler. We love growlers. We all have a dozen growlers sitting around our apartments. It's great from a recyclability standpoint and just size, I think, is cool. We saw the crawler, and a crawler in your hand feels good. (laughs) I mean, it's a a cool vessel. I think especially in the neighborhood we're at and just kind of the retail presence we'll have with the tap room, I think it's just going to let more of our customers take beer home than would probably have taken a traditional glass growler home. So. You could take it, you know, more places you can take glass, of course. You can beach. recycle it. You can, you know, you can take it to the beach. Target know. practice. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully empty ones. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a tasting room, mm-hmm. a retail to go. Describe your concept for the, uh, for the tasting room. Zach and Pete and I really connected and from meeting each other, because we all had this desire to create this brewery with this community tap room space. I think the key we always come back to is community. We want it to be this cool local spot, but welcoming to everybody and just this kind of hangout place that's not pretentious. But it's a place that anybody can come drink. It's community. It's education. We want it to be that place that people can come in and learn more about craft beer or dig deeper into it. And we're going to have about a 1,000 some odd square foot tasting room space. A lot of glass, got some great frontage on our on our property and uh, 13 foot by 13 foot big steel roll-up doors that are going to have glass behind them, um, kind of daylight, a literal open door environment that in the summertime will be open as much <coughs> as possible. And yeah, the education part. We, we want to have obviously the three of us and 
other people that brew with us behind the bar, talking to customers about the product, about the beers that we're making. I think that we all come from brewing. We all went to the American Brewers Guild at different times in terms of that, you know, that, that program. Education, as Tony said, is, I think, a big part of what uh, we love about beer. There's so much to learn and know, no matter what you already know or don't. I think being able to talk to someone who's going to be friendly and, and not condescending and be able to talk to everyone about what's in their glass, I think will be a really added bonus for the tapper. Now, are you planning on having several flagship beers that you will always have? Do you want to have different things all the time? Or what are some of the beers that you're looking at brewing, for your, especially for your launch? Sure. We are not committing currently to what I will call flagship beers for a couple of reasons. Partly the fact that there are three of us and the collective idea in terms of philosophy and kind of the operation side of it is that we're going to rotate that recipe design portion. We're also going to collaborate. We're probably going to brew some beers that are what we call kind of a group recipe or a group design. And a lot of those I'm sure will come out of, okay, what do we really need to fill the market or what are, what are people telling us they really want? Let's put our brains together and make the best possible version of that. And I could very well see something like that becoming really quickly what I might call a flagship type beer. But I think the market is just changing very quickly and drinkers in terms of that business model being a kind of a requirement. Like people like variety, you know. Yeah, we're not going to make a beer just out of the gate and say, this is our flagship beer. We're going to put out a bunch of variety and styles and different interpretations of different styles and then kind of let the market drive it, get feedback from our drinkers. And if something really sticks, then, yeah, we'll keep making more of it and maybe tweak it and tweak it and tweak it. And at some point it could be a flagship. But. For us, it's about keeping it interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we both as beer drinkers and, and brewers, it's always been about creating the business that we want to work at for the next 30, 40 some odd, you know. Let's hope so, right? I hope I'm not doing it. I hope I'm not working it <laughs> 40 years. I don't want to be flip an 80-year-old yeah. 80 80 year brewer, but and it'll be cool. I think naturally we're going to end up with beers that you brew a lot more of because people are going to want them. And it'll be cool to see what yeah. people want. We were talking the other night about some brands that, let's say who it is, but you know, some brands you're like, wow, I bet they didn't think that that was going to be their flagship beer because that's not a, the direct path of successful beer style. So it's going to be cool to see what uh, what people latch on to. I mean, we're open in the summer. We're not planning to launch with a stout because I, I don't think, <laughs> uh, just because, yeah, variety, sure, but if it's not something that people want to drink at that time of year i mean we have the ability to dictate that we're not going to do it but we probably will have more than one ipa right now we're looking at three out of our seven or eight launch beers that are probably going to be hop forward at least let's say let's put it that way a couple of saisons something with brett um we're doing a kettle sour what else have we got Pilsner. we're doing do some lagers. yeah that style uh, hey, it's a style we all love we love to drink it we have a hop back right there so we might be doing some fun stuff with that maybe a hop back pilsner mm-hmm. a la yeah. victory Prima Pils or... how many lines are you going to have in the tap room 12 we'll 12 those should be filled with our own beers we also as part of the kind of collective philosophy we talk about community and we want to really on the brewing side even embrace that idea and bring people in whether they're people who live and work in the area or home brewers 
gypsy brewers visiting people, brewers in residency. We may even start a program like that. We kind of have this idea of a, what we're calling the local talent tap, which I think will be a really fun opportunity to always have something new and always give someone else a chance to come in and brew something that we probably might not have even come up with. Yeah, we have a we have a one barrel pilot system, mm-hmm. so it's a nice opportunity for us to do some smaller batches that we can dedicate a line in the tap room to these ever rotating batches. 